podcast where you watch one minute of Predator at a time and then discuss it using mostly academic language. That's our, <laughs> that's our new method anyway. Yeah. Uh, this Almost is, scientific. Yeah. Pseudo-scientific. Uh, this is Minute 31 and your hosts will be me, Cliff, at PredatorMinute.com. And me, Aaron, also at PredatorMinute.com. And we are joined by a special guest. Our guest this week will be Sam Fenwick. She did her master's degree in conflict resolution overseas and will be able to talk to us about the various conflicts going on between this team and what they can do to get by it possibly without the use of violence yes and you know it's it's well timed her her visit and uh it is uh i think she's going to have a lot to say because in this particular episode we have some you know some intrigue going on obviously some espionage uh misuse of military assets military assets themselves (laughs) being expendable and sort of the human cost of that and uh, this whole idea of, well, are humans really expendable? Are these human assets expendable? I, I don't know. Uh, and then uh, I guess, let's see, it's it's going to start with Skinned Alive. Yeah, uh, dropped us into the meat grinder. Yeah, yeah um, cooked up a story, dropped the six of us in a meat grinder. Now he's talking about six people you know, being on his team, excluding Dylan, which was, which was quite interesting. Yeah. Notice all the food imagery he's using. He cooked up a story. Ah. He put us in a meat grinder. Certain people were skinned alive. Mm-hmm. It's not unlike how to prepare chickens. Uh, chickens, maybe a meatloaf. Sausage. Uh, oh, yeah. Sausage. There you go. Sausage is a good one. And it uh-huh. ends with uh, being a woman being told that she's somebody's baggage. She's your baggage. <laughs> ah, yes. Yes. <laughs> and, you know, that... That just doesn't come across right, I don't think. But so, Sam, I mean, first of all, this cooking metaphor. Uh, what? How do you feel about first? Because uh, because you you haven't seen Predator, have you? I have not seen any of the Predators. That's that's right. This is perfect yeah. because uh, this gives us fresh perspective. So she's not going to approach this from you know the cinematic point of view. She's going to approach this from a purely, uh, I guess, sociological and maybe geopolitical point of view. Um, so, how, how do you feel about this whole concept If you have Dylan, the CIA guy? He's obviously uh, tricked Dutch and his team to go in and take out this establishment uh, so they could you know, kill off the enemy and gather intelligence, but under false pretenses. Here, they thought they were going in to rescue a cabinet minister and his aide. So, I mean, do, how do you feel about this, and then how do you feel about... This whole like metaphor with cooking and grinding meat. Do you think that's appropriate? Oh, that's a lot. Let's unpack <laughs> that. Um, okay, first of all, which one is Dutch and which one is... Dutch is Schwarzenegger. Uh, Dylan is Carl Weathers. So this minute, uh, for those of you listening that aren't perfectly familiar with every single minute, is the part where Dutch has confronted Dylan and Dylan is now coming forth and telling the truth and saying... We did this because we knew that you guys could do it, and we yeah. knew you were going to, I think he said, bitch about the cover story, and 
So we, oh, like, we dropped you in and we said you're expendable Rules of assets. engagement, those kind of bitching. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. about that. Yeah. <laughs> um, I just want to take a moment to reflect on the fact that I forgot how handsome Arnold Schwarzenegger was when he was a young man. Indeed. <laughs> we, truth. Last week. Uh, Props. At the time that we're recording this, this episode has not been released, but, I mean, not this one, but the episode I'm about to reference from a previous week where actually when Dr. John Ambrosio was on, we were discussing the exact same thing. <laughs> we had a freeze frame and we probably spent a good 10 minutes of the show just talking about his jawline and his ears. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, and how his... Uh, and, and, you know, when we, when we had uh, uh, Leon, uh, we spent a lot of time talking about how the uh, face paint, the, the uh, camo cream, how it, how it highlights his, his jaws. Yes, yeah. it's I don't. That's contouring, yeah. guys. Just so you know, that's what the Kardashians are actually famous for: is inventing like the manipulation of 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 the light on a woman's face and making it look like they have higher bone structure than they already do. So now you learn something. Inventing. Hey, Schwarzenegger did this in '87. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I think the Kardashians probably learned from him. And why not? He yeah. is. Uh, Wow, he is like Mr. Universe or something like that, right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like you. So to get back to what you were saying, that it's, yes. it is a lot of to unpack. Um, what was I saying? I'm you, what you had asked was, how do I feel about um, <laughs> essentially American foreign policy intervening yes. in like basically any foreign country uh, as as far as far back as I can remember, right? Uh, <laughs> uh, and then some. Um, and then you also asked about the um, meat grinder <laughs> yes, yes. situation. Um, for me, I, I, I went to Eckerd and my senior seminar was on Vietnam, so uh, there was a lot of talk about meat grinders and uh, sending young men in um, and what happened to them when they came out and mm-hmm. uh, how war is something that is shows you the worst parts of people, both inside and out. So um, um, not to bring it to a super heavy level, but um, a lot of times when you talk about foreign policy and these things and, and, and the people who get put in and how they come out, meat grinder and, uh, and, and things like that are, are often referenced and for good reason. Um, I don't know, like we've, like we've said, I don't know anything. (laughs) Delicious. Aren't you both vegetarians? I feel like. (laughs) Yeah, loosely. Yeah. You are. Human meat though. I don't know if that counts. Mm. Wait, you don't eat human meat. You know, I I don't know if I would eat a a cow so much as a, person yeah. uh, i don't know I, I, I these guys are too muscly though <laughs> a lot of gristle lean yeah it's lean <laughs> but i just feel like it would be very fibrous i mean i think it would just be disgusting to eat people <laughs> i have Maybe. a hard time wrapping mine around that we get mad cow disease that's how the zombie apocalypse really comes to yeah, maybe, but I mean, we'll see if another zombie apocalypse comes around, not due to mad cow disease and cannibalism, then we might resort to it. But mm-hmm. <laughs> getting back to the, uh, yeah, getting back to the question. Um, so, I mean, is, is, so this sort of conflict resolution is probably uh, not the best tact to take when you're, when dealing with small countries, uh, small developing countries and their uh, guerrilla activities, I guess. I don't know what what country this is exactly, but maybe they don't have a a government in place that's entirely democratic, might be too corrupt, so these people feel like they have to take matters into their own hands, and here we go, we send our best rescue team in to just slaughter everybody. Under false pretenses, I've picked up. Yes, under false pretenses. Well, within the movie, the story is that there were Russian advisors, so this is a sort of replica of let's say afghanistan or somewhere where we're fighting a proxy war right we can't you rest and the u.s can't get into it especially in 1987 
was the idea at this time. A lot of the storytelling was like this. Plus, this was actually happening, right? So we would prop up different regimes or different paramilitary groups within countries, like Syria is a good example, modern okay. example, okay. where people picked sides and then they're basically just supplying advisors and equipment and intel well, and to let them do whatever business right. they're getting into. But unfortunately, that's uh, one of the problems that leads to protracted conflicts is if uh, somebody either doesn't pick a side or two different people pick a side, um, where war used to be, they would starve out a, a city or they would um, eventually, somebody would overpower somebody else. Somebody would win. Somebody would yeah. win, but yeah. now we have these protracted conflicts that last. Nobody's allowed to win. No one can win. <laughs> yeah. There's just a lot of loss of life. Right, by right. People Everyone that. loses all the time. Yeah. I mean, isn't that what war is? Though? <laughs> that, that's maybe what Schwarzenegger and his people are saying. Might be. I, I don't know. And you know, they're they're rescuers, right? That carry around mounted helicopter, unmounted <laughs> helicopter guns, yeah. right? Um, Wait, they have rescuing a, people from living too long. They have a helicopter gun that's not a helicopter. They have yes. this giant like mini gun. The governor of uh, Minnesota got, carries around yeah. a machine gun that would normally be side mounted. Jesse Ventura's in this movie. Yes. Yeah. What? There are yeah, two yeah. governors. Yeah. Oh my god. What weird post-apocalyptic world do we live in? We actually we see him briefly in this minute. So When? Uh, as they are... When the girl reappears that was just on the ground? Right. That's, a, that's another good point. One of the notes that I have is... Yeah. So the scene starts with just Dutch and Dylan. And Anna's on the ground, unconscious. And Dutch and Dylan have their little discussion. Their little conflict resolution of their own. Yes. And Dutch has his say kind of a nonsensical finishing uh, bit of rhetoric where he says, we don't do this kind of work. Oh, yeah, my men are not expendable. And we, well, okay, if we go through the whole conversation, like, after Dutch says, uh, drop this into a meat grinder, uh, the next thing, like, Carl Weathers immediately says, I woke up. Why don't you? Well, he says something about You're an acid. An expendable acid. He says something about cracking these bastards, too. Yeah. Like, cracking what, like, I was like, where are you? Which year? Like, what year is this? Because this is the first time I've seen any of it. Mm-hmm. The only thing I know is the, is the get with the chopper. That's the only <laughs> thing I know about this entire movie. Yes. And there's like a, there's a know. predator of some sort. I'm hoping. Spoiler alert. Yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm hoping that this is, yeah. Yeah, so this, they would have filmed this in 86, and they would have, it's presented as supposed to be modern time. So mm-hmm. we're supposed to imagine this takes place in 1987. Um, okay. So, yeah, they have their little battle. And that's the the bastards they were cracking were the uh, gorillas that are here. So this is, yeah, this is like nineteen eighty seven Blackwater. Is what you're saying? No, I think it, there's some discussion on this. In fact, the other Predator Minute podcast I think is believes that they are mercenaries. Mm-hmm. I think that because they keep talking about orders, I think that they are under full military command, except for Dylan, who is definitely CIA, CIA yeah. and has. Is he the guy who woke up? Yeah, he's okay. the guy who woke up. Which I like that. I don't like it in the sense that He's, I would say it, but it's a good line because it's pretty reflective of the psychology of someone from that side of believing that they can see the whole picture yeah. and the other people can Yes, and that the that the that the uh ends do justify the means and the means here were getting Dutch to do something he wouldn't have done in the first place. I mean, admittedly, I mean, he admits that. Um but uh, you know, it's it's interesting. Dutch seems to, and his team seem to have these high principles, 
Uh, and here we are, Dylan, absolutely. I guess he has high principles too, but his principles are more, you know, of course, the ends justify the means. It's like realism versus, whatever. yeah. Yeah, yeah. So he's trying to portray himself as definitely a realist. Um, I'm not sure that would that's make, exactly but, true. Because, right. I mean, they compounded the problem. Now, okay, so just so you have some... some uh, context. Context. Uh, at the beginning, when they find the other crew, there was another crew that came in looking for this cabinet minister and his aide, supposedly. Did they all die? They all died. They found them uh, near mo- a helicopter. The this helicopter- is alien. This movie is alien. Yeah. yeah. This Very helicopter shot down, and all the bodies they find later on were like strung up and skinned. Ew. Yeah. So they thought, they originally thought that it was these gorillas that did the skinning. Uh, because they found that somebody was captured, they found tracks. The tracks belonged to the gorillas, and it led to their. Oh, spoiler encampment. alert! It's the predator guy, isn't it? <laughs> uh, <Maybe>. Well, <laughs> or, or I mean, don't it? ruin it for me. It's, it's a fucking lizard. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a couple of guys running around here, half-ass mountain boy. <laughs> lizards. Uh, yeah. So the scene goes from there to Dutch. It follows him outside. There's a very quick scene of. Carl Weathers, who I guess now just assumes that the woman speaks Spanish, asking her in Spanish if she's okay. Uh-huh. Dutch walks outside. I counted four seconds, and immediately we see Anna on Carl Weathers' arm coming outside. So I guess she right. popped right up. I guess she was fine. But right then is where you would see the character Blaine, played by Jesse, the body Ventura. He has a bandage on, so he's managed right. to... Get some medical help. He's got, looks like, four spots of blood. So I don't know if that means he was shot four times or it's just really bad field dressing. So therefore, he's got blood all over his bandage. But it's definitely soaking through in multiple spots. Right. And we see Hawkins on the hook, on the phone, on the radio there. And he is letting the team know that there are gorillas all around there and that things are going to be very bad for them if they don't get out in about yeah, 30 minutes. Yeah, one to two miles? Yeah, in 30 mm-hmm. minutes, yeah. yeah. So we're getting from a place where all we had was motion and no talking to just constant exposition in this minute at least. Yeah, actually extremely dialogue heavy. <laughs> And uh, a great deal of uh, what we we see the uh, mythos of these two main characters within the group that the protagonist and would he be like and he would be an antagonist right but not yeah. the antagonist as as we'll see but um, yeah thematically this is more of a man versus nature story I think you think so than man versus man I don't know if one of the classic themes was ever man versus space alien yeah. Or, I don't know. I mean, is, isn't Space Alien just a different version of man? Oh. We're getting a lot of theories of what this movie Predator is all about. You've got theories. I've got theories. I mean... I, I want to hear those theories. I, I want to I hear this theory. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's so, like the reverse of the aliens meme, where it's just uh, always okay. humans. Yeah. <laughs> Even when it's aliens. <laughs> well, I, I was saying it sort of jokingly about it being nature, but it does kind of fit with the way they characterize the predator alien i you haven't seen it so i'm you know just letting you know that he's very much a i don't know like a force of nature he's just like an animal like a really that's just otherizing advanced animal isn't that just otherizing yeah i mean the the latin root of i believe alien is like alius or something it just means the other yeah and 
you know, it's, you know, kind of a class story. Like, you, just from watching one minute of the film, you mentioned Alien, which the makers of this film have said was an extremely strong influence. It was basically the right. raison d'etre for the entire film. It's like, hey, let's have Schwarzenegger versus Alien this time. See if he can do better than Sigourney Weaver. <laughs> which Sigourney Weaver won, so I don't know exactly how he was going to top that. Oh, that's true. And this one, I guess nobody wins, really. But Spoiler alert! <laughs> Anna wins, and and we get our introduction. Anna does win. Yeah, we get oh. to see. Is that the girl? Yeah, that's the girl. Yeah, she makes her appearance. This the is uh, her second minute. <sighs> she is going to play a major part. She's going to basically become part of their crew. Yeah, uh, things will be revealed, and so we finally met all of our main actors now. Yes, yes. And, oh, man, yep. I'm going to butcher her last or her name again. I should look this up. I keep trying to just do it by memory. I think it's it's something with an E. It's Elpedia Carrillo, I think. Oh, I and then the character's name, Ana Gonzalez. So she wasn't part of their original crew. No, she was one of the gorillas, I guess. Okay. And we first see her when she come, sneaks up behind Dutch. Dutch has already knifed someone and gave the famous stick around line. Um, and... Then she sneaks up behind him, and she's got a pistol to his head. She could have easily taken him out, but then he turns around and hits her, and then realizes, oh, man. With she's his like, gun. Yeah, yeah. With the, Oh, yeah. Uh, with the stock of his gun. Yeah, yes, yes. He, the famous uh, butt stroke. Butt stroked her. <laughs> okay. Um, anyway. I'm not even going to comment on the faces you guys <laughs> just made. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so anyways, uh, um, then he realizes he just knocked out a, what, what would you say she is, like, five foot two like hundred pound woman and yeah I, I don't know i would feel pretty lousy about doing that like yeah but then again i feel lousy of, about shooting people on a helicopter that i just know trying to get away i know so. I, I don't think i could bring myself to do all the other things he did <laughs> so <laughs> that makes any sense uh, but um so yeah so i think we we see like uh two philosophies going head to head but this whole like conflict here that we see between Dylan and Dutch, I, I can give you some foreshadowing here. It's gonna fade away because uh, other someone's gonna die. There's gonna be more important things. A common enemy. About. More, yeah. That's the only thing that can unite people yes. most of the time. Conspiracy theory alert! Um, once they announce that aliens are invading us, it's just to get us all to work together. That's also the plot of Watchmen. <laughs> I was just gonna say that. <laughs> just it was like Watchmen. Oh uh, yeah, okay. There is a Watchmen minute. I haven't listened to it. Oh, I hear it's pretty good. I bet it is. So yeah, and we now also find out that Anna's going to be with the crew. Dylan is has her baggage by the arm, right? Yep. And that's when we get the line that. Dutch delivers, saying she's your baggage. She falls. Well, we don't know what he's going to say after that. We'll find out yeah. in the next minute. Do we have other notes for this minute? Uh, no, I think I think we've we've done pretty well. I think we've hit on all the points. I just wrote down what is this black water, and then I wrote down Eric Prince is Betsy DeVos's brother. Who knew? <laughs> Did you guys know that? No. no. Yeah, Eric Prince from Blackwater, Betsy DeVos's brother. Okay. Wow. Elections coming up. Let's see. By the time this comes out. This will come out on Monday, I believe, the 30th, or okay. the 29th. 29th, yeah, yeah. Okay, so you still have time to go vote? So yeah. So that's a, a good segue, because yeah. tomorrow is Tuesday, one week from the elections. Wow. wow. At the time you're listening to this. So we urge you to start preparing early. Yeah. Don't do what I do. I'm going to actually be away 
during the election day and luckily remembered at the last moment, so I'm going to have to vote early. So actually do do what I do. Yes, go, go vote early and make sure. Yeah. That's right. Definitely and do something else that I do, which mm-hmm. is to come back tomorrow for another episode of the Predator Minute. Uh, until then. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs>